1: Looking for ad-free episodes, exclusive behind-the-scenes content, or maybe even hilarious monthly one-shots? How about the best way to support your favorite D&D podcast, all for less than the price of one cup of coffee? Hop on over to patreon.com castparty right now and join the greatest community this side of the TTRPG world. You'll get access to hours upon hours of exclusive bonus content and an invite to our community Discord, where we host live listening parties with all of us for every single cast party episode, community-driven D&D games, live streams, hangouts, and game nights. Thank you all so much for your support and for listening to the show. Enjoy the episode, cast and crew.
0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Fables of Fendrea Arcanum. My name is Jose Polino, or at DM Jose P on TikTok and other fun socials, and I will be your director for today's wonderful journey. I am joined by half of my lovely cast, of course. So we'll go ahead and introduce them first, beginning with Andy.
1: Hello, beautiful nerds. My name is Andy, and I will be playing Five, a stranded sad boy druid searching for his friends, redemption, and his true potential. And you can find me at Mr. Dandy DM on TikTok, YouTube, and on all the other socials and we also have sin
2: salutations my name is sin and i'll be playing zue the next chapter and you can find me on all my socials as sensationally.me c-i-n instead of s-e-n
0: last time we met we journeyed into this memory this this showcase of all of five's most personal and deepest connections to this world relationship with some of his fellow brothers relationship with the people relationship with brindarium but in that also this call to understand the importance of what you have to lose with that hades sort of played with you but out of both understanding or wanting to understand but also to try to make sense of how deep this story really goes so with that As you were at the end of this sort of memory, this vision of sorts, floating in the sea, you clutched this item, this beaming light that you couldn't make out its shape. And with that, after a thunderous bolt of lightning, the ripping of reality, you found yourself back on the shores of the forest wooden glen with the river that sort of flowed through it. And there, holding in your hand, Five, you had this blue gem crystal-like item that you saw in the visions and you know them to be the thorn but as you look at it you notice that on a side of it now that you're clutching it in your hand and you can sort of like wrap your hands around the actual thing there is a piece that is missing like a crack of it something just almost like broke and shattered off Not too deep, not too terribly sort of, like, disfigured. But it is missing a small piece of it. And as you're looking at it, with you, Zue, standing by, in front of you, you see the same long, familiar canoe slash boat, the dreaded gondola of sorts of Hades, empty. But as you sort of look up, Zue, you see this. Five, you look up, and Seven is standing in front of you. And he looks at you in the same way that he looked at you way before. This sort of look of honesty, actual humanity behind his eyes. And as he's looking to you, he places his hand on the gem that you're holding, the thorn beside.
1: And he just looks at you and he says, brother, I... You don't have to say anything. Thank you. I miss you. I wish you were really here. But I thank you for sharing these memories with me. For guiding. You were always the scout. Can I tell if the crack of what's missing from the thornbocyte crystal... Does it look like Seven's crystal might fit there or no? As you sort of look at it,
0: that thought comes to your head. And Seven looks to you almost like in a moment of sync between you and your brother. From his hand, he produces a shattered remain of the Validite crystal. And he says, I'm always here, brother. You keep those those tales alive every time you think of me. And he goes to sort of, like, place it above the Thornbesite. And just as he goes to do that, the familiar figure of Hades just sort of, like, emerges from the darkness. Places his arm very gently behind Seven. And then looks to you, Five, and says,
1: When the time is right, you will fulfill his purpose. Five looks at Hades and nods in recognition. He is still holding on
0: to the, the Validite. As you're holding on to the Beside, And then Hades just kind of begins to pull back on Seven. And as he begins to pull him back into the waters, the hands that are sort of stretching out of these and almost body-like forms begin to grab onto the legs of Seven. And slowly they sort of build, and they begin to grab onto the hip, and they grab onto the hands. And it is very gentle how these hands are sort of approaching this moment and Seven turns around to you I don't know if our protocol allowed us to
1: express fear Seven you're always more than your protocol if you're afraid it's, it's a good thing are you afraid brother? Five looks for a brief moment at Zue and then looks back at Seven yes but again I think it is a good thing you see as he takes in
0: what you mentioned and for the first time you see Seven blink his eyes like you always do capturing this moment thank you brother And he lets go as his Validite floats in the space. And Hades steps in front of him and you as he just vanishes. Hades now steps onto the boat. Doesn't look at either of you, but just sort of stands looking ahead,
1: waiting. Five turns, extends his hand towards Zue. In this moment, his eyes also just blink and click on Zue's image. He says, This next fork in the road, this next path, I know I can't do alone. And he just leaves his hand outstretched towards Zue.
2: Zue gently places their hand in his maintains this kind of soft look as they look at Five's eyes. I know we just recently met, but you have me, for whatever that's worth.
1: Five very gently, almost imperceptibly, lightly squeezes Zue's hand. I'm very thankful to be here in this moment with... Dare I say, a friend? He says it almost as a question.
2: Ziwei doesn't respond with words, but rather squeezes Five's hand, looks at him, and does a gentle nod with their head towards Hades. Shall we?
1: We shall. Five steps
2: onto the boat. And Zue follows shortly after.
1: Whereas in before, Hades would
0: sort of like commandeer this vessel. He's still just sitting there. He looks at you both. That same, now almost gentle, porcelain-like skin. The slight point to the ears. And the immaculate hair. He looks to you, Zue. And he says,
2: Where to? It doesn't really feel like we have a choice. You tell me.
0: He looks at Five. He was willing to look into everything you bore onto those pages, but he didn't. He had a choice. You have a choice. The sea, the people that now make it, had a choice once. We always have a choice, Zue, and in your case, it seems that many of these names, many of these faces, had a choice once, to follow you.
2: Zue takes a moment to swallow, glances briefly at five, five before we start. I want you to know that I, I care about you, and I understand if, after this, being friends isn't an option anymore.
1: Five mulls that over. As quickly as his mind works, he weighs the pros and cons and, and gives each choice a certain weight. If there is any chance that we can make it out of this place and get back to the others. I'm willing to take it.
2: Zue nods their head, turns back to Hades. You said before that you were a fan of my work. So, let's go through it.
0: We have our heading, then. He watches Hades stands up and now before you what feels like this infinite river that just keeps stretching out for miles deeper into the forest as he gets up and you're both sort of looking at him he begins to be bathed in a very bright light that is coming from behind you and it sort of continues to engulf him almost to the point where now you both can clearly see your shadows almost projected onto the eternal black robe that he is wearing his skin almost now begins to glow slightly and looks at you, Zue. Looks at you, five. And with one big stretched sort of like pull and push, it sounds like a ripping sound. And for a brief second, you feel like you're falling, almost like you, you're you on a chair and you're leaning back just a little bit much and you have that fear of, oh, I'm going to fall. You feel that for a second. So all of a sudden, you're standing in a desert Stretch for miles. And Hades, about 20 or so feet away from you, walking in a northward trajectory. You feel the scorching heat, this dry texture of the desert. You, you feel it all. And you know exactly where you are. You're in the Badlands. You're in the very beginning of your journey. Perhaps the outskirts of where you originally came to retrieve Kymosora. It feels familiar to you. Hades turns around to you, Zue. There is change here. Even though it may not look like it. It's slow. You now see the wind sort of pushing the sand and forming new hills and slower banks. It's never yielding. It's infinite, Zue. This doesn't have a choice. This just is. From the distance, you hear what sounds like people talking or playing or discussing, but it is like a very far off echo. And Hades just stands there still, about 20 or so feet away from you.
2: Sue looks visibly uncomfortable. Their hands are fidgeting and like clenching in and out of the shape of a fist. And you see them clench their jaw before speaking to Hades. I don't understand what you think it is you're trying to imply here.
0: Intent, Zue. What is the power behind intent? You now see running towards you three, maybe four, young tiefling kids. Tanner, skin color. One a little bit darker than the other. The ones that look like they're a female or girls. They have like a light purple and one a slightish twinge of red. And then what looks like a human boy playing with them. They're all running together.
2: Kids being kids. Hades, I... I know what you're trying to say.
0: What is it, Sue? Enlighten me.
2: That's not in my power. That is something heroes do.
0: Bewildered, Hades kind of looks around.
2: They do what? They can change things with their intent. Mm. Can they?
0: The kids continue playing, and you watch as from a second you hear off-trailing in the distance. The voice of, like, a woman? Very sweet, but deliberate call. Karos, Saromaiso, and you two, Kaime. Come here. You watch as the four kids sort of like stop. All of their energy is drained now, and they're just kind of looking at each other. And they look at the one human kid, and they go, okay, okay, let's go. And you watch as the one kid, he very wide-eyed looks at them and then shifts. His skin begins to turn red two horns come out from the front and the kids look at him and they go you're okay and they leave leaving the one kid just alone in an endless sea of sand Hades turns to you away, it is my intent to make you feel something for this boy but this never happened the vision fades away and now you find yourself in the forest again.
2: Do I have your attention, Zue? Zue takes a deep breath and just nods.
0: In the forest now, the same forest of Arborea. Dense trees, gray skies. Just an infinite forest that stretches out for miles. There is no sort of pathway, but there is a makeshift pathway of sorts. And Hades just nudges to you, Zue, to step ahead this time. Walk with me.
2: Zue looks back at Five, as if to say I'll be okay, and gives a small smile and begins walking first.
1: Five follows five feet behind Zue. Gliding there at your side, Hades,
0: his fingers interlocked with one another, slow paced into the forest. And there in that distance, you see what looks like smoke. Coming from ahead of you. Five, you see it to your right and to your left, these sort of like plumes of smoke that go above the canopy, and you get closer. And it kind of feels like you did all that time ago, where it almost feels like you're, there, you're not really getting to a destination. You're just sort of walking for walking's sake, and you don't know where you're going, what direction you're
1: heading in. Before we get underway, Five would like to just very quickly take a look down at the the growth of the Havenite, the leaf that is in his side, to see if there's been any noticeable change. The
0: leaf itself, the leaves and everything forming around it, looks like it's a hand holding the leaf. Very small in detail, but it's almost like, if you, if you were to look at it, it doesn't look like much. But now that you're paying your attention to it, the growth itself seems like it's just holding this perfect red leaf, with others slowly
1: beginning to bloom around it. Five takes that in, looks up at Zue. The only way out
2: is up. I've got your back. Zue, without looking back, will nod.
0: And you walk. As you get closer now, you see where the smoke is coming from, and it just almost 10-foot-tall flame that is just burning in one singular contained space and up ahead, about another hundred or so feet, another of these ten-foot-tall bursts of flames that are just emitting smoke constantly above.
2: Do these look familiar?
0: You would have to get a look closer.
2: Zue is a little confused and does.
0: At first, you kind of have to shield away from it, right? You feel the heat. You are now actually tangibly sensing Everything that is happening in this space. Even though you yourself feel. That you are this ethereal being. Just sort of floating through all of time and space. But you feel it as real. As if it was the flame. Back at Illinas' place. And the flame from within. Begins to take shape. The flame around it still exists. But within the center. It begins to take place. Would look like two arms. And legs. Torso. And it is just this. Jet black, almost charcoal-like shape. Some humanoid creature. That extends their finger. And points at you, away
2: I start walking towards it. Taking slow steps. And looking at Hades just before I get within reach of it.
0: You turn back. And Hades is not even looking at you now. He is just more fascinated by this vision in front of him. You sort of catch his eye darting back to you, uh, almost out of wanting to see if there's any recognition within you.
2: Can you see it, Zoué? I... I think so. And I turn back as I get within, like, physical distance of this silhouette vision.
0: It is essentially a body inside of the flame.
2: I am walking towards it, hoping to recognize it. The closer you get to it,
0: the more it sort of like begins to be slightly defined, but it is still underneath the coating of black charcoal. But sure enough, there you see what looks like a very predominant chin that bulges out slightly. One ear that is slightly pointy and the other one that is... Turned, But it seems like it was broken. And then you remember what you're looking at. You're looking at a shape that sort of comes to you in this. Did I dream of this? Did I see this? Sort of you questioning yourself what you're looking at. It's an orc. It's a familiar orc. That of Zor. Who then as you get closer and you can now see the definition. Brings his hand pointing to you and just sort of stands out. You can't see any eyes. Everything is just this black, almost statue of this individual.
2: Five, you see Zue's shoulders kind of straighten and tense up a little bit. Under Zue's breath though, upon recognizing this being, Zue mutters, I'm sorry, Zor, I'm, I'm sorry. You
0: watch as it turns its head towards the other 10-foot-tall flame directly ahead of you. And 5, you turn and you see what looks like another shape within with its head turned in the direction of this individual that Zue knows to be Zor.
1: Zue, who are these people? Do you recognize them?
2: Only this one so far. Are you okay? You see Zue's face, is like, their brows kind of furrowed as if they are shaken, but you see them kind of, like, almost shake the expre- expression off their face, and they let out the most familiar Zue smile. Yes, I... And Zue takes a deep breath. You shared hard things with me, so I can do this too. They're an old friend.
0: As you say that, you hear in the distance, They are as much of a freak as Ilyonas. Uh, yes, but Ilionas is much more. You hear it almost like as you begin to share that with Five, you hear this voice off in the distance. You both do. Do I recognize the voice? You definitely don't, Five. Do I? Yes. This is, can't really recall the name, but this is a a member of the Arcanum.
2: You see Zue looks up briefly with their face the way that someone does when they want to cry without ruining their makeup and you see Zue take I'm sorry you see Zue take a couple blinks a deep breath and they give you another smile a little bit more genuine and a little bit filled with sadness I'm gonna move on to the next one and Zue just kind of waits to see if Five catches up, or if he doesn't after a moment, they will start walking towards the next one.
1: Five in this moment, seeing this myriad of emotions play over Zue's face, he has tried throughout all of these last bits and times and pieces and adventures together, he has tried to shelter and protect them. And so he... Does a familiar thing where he's just sort of not touching them, but just sort of gently just puts a hedge of leafy protection around them, not covering them, but just around their shoulder and just looks down at Zue, knowing that Zue was there through everything that he had to see, looks at Zue and says, I'm here for you. I'm here
2: till the end. Thank you, Five. I think you would have liked Zor. He was a lot like you. And then Zue pauses. Not build wise, more with his magic.
1: If Five could raise his eyebrows in surprise, he would. But in this moment, it's sort of this you see the, the blue and pink eyes of Five just sort of like really narrow in and just really focus on, on Zue's words and then look off in the direction of the next column of smoke.
2: And Zue begins
1: to walk.
0: You walk. You notice something kind of interesting, Five, more because Zue is heading in this trajectory. Hades seems to be distracted by something. If Zue is walking directly ahead, Hades turns right and begins to walk away from the path in which you're in and sort of begins to, like, go in between the trees and the trunks, and it's just kind of like heading somewhere. Not too far from you, but enough that you're creating now a space between you three.
2: I plan to walk just as close as I did, hopefully to identify this person as well.
0: You get closer to this individual. And as you get closer, female figure, covered in flame, pointing at you the entire way you were walking towards them. Closer and closer and closer until you begin to make out more definition. And sure enough, you do know this individual. This is Hazel. And she just kind of looks back at you, blank eyes. But now next to the flame, almost like in spirit, in this ghost, like blank eyed, shapeless, but still some form to it, Nez, trying to reach into the fire and Hazel turns to her, and they're both now trying to reach through the flame, but the flame is too hot, too pure, too strong for that connection to happen.
2: Does Hazel look the way I remember Hazel, or the way Hazel looked the very last time I saw Hazel?
0: How you remember, but remember that you're looking almost like a statue of Hazel. So in a way, yes. For lack of better words, the most purest form of hazel that you can remember.
2: Who are these people, Zue? Five, you see, Zue seems to be more frozen in response to this kind of image. I would like to call them old friends. I don't know if I can.
1: Five looks to see where Hades is located in this moment.
0: Hades is to the right of you with one hand clutching a trunk of one of the nearby trees. He seems like he's looking down. You can't necessarily see what he's looking at, but he's just looking down.
1: Five muses out loud. I wonder what brought them to this place. Their fate so similar to the last one. They paint a very tragic picture.
2: The last time I... I saw all of them was like this. Inzue, almost as if forgetting that she is talking to you, starts saying out loud, I am sorry I failed you, Hazel. I I'm sorry I couldn't do more, Ness. I I couldn't Inzue just stands frozen, kind of staring at the scene of the two of them reaching for each other.
0: And you hear again, Have him
2: send his
0: puppet. The more we wash our hands of this, the better. And besides, <laughs> have you seen them? <laughs> How dare stay stain these halls? Again, like an echo, but just makes itself known to you as you feel this deep and saddened, Moment of longing.
2: I don't know what Hades is getting at. I don't... I don't know what he wants, Five. I can't change any of this.
1: Why are we hearing a voice say something about
2: puppets? They keep referencing Illionas. Because when you don't have power, or you don't have a home, that is all you are.
0: You now see, from where Hades is standing, a small bit of smoke that is now emitting through the canopy.
2: Have Hazel and Nez looked at us, or acknowledged us?
0: After a bit of the trying to sort of, like, pass through the flame, they both acknowledge each other, stay in their place, and look back to you. And at the distance, Zor is cocked head, turned over in your direction as well.
2: There was one more fireball going forward.
0: There's a couple more.
1: Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized.
0: with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
2: Zue takes a deep breath and turns their face away from Five and kind of wipes it really quick, looks over at Five with a small smile. I think if we keep going, you'll get the full story. Sensing that
1: Zue is experiencing... Some pretty extreme emotions in this moment. Five, whether it's just in a moment of, I guess, slight desperation, trying to cheer Zue up just a little bit. It's usually a combat spell. He's going to summon the face spirit that takes the shape of Rid. Doesn't do anything, but is just standing also there with Zue.
2: Do I know it's Five doing it and not Hades?
1: Hades seems very distracted by something
0: else. So right now, you're both sort of experiencing this on your own.
1: I know she can't be here for you right now, but I know that if given the chance, she would be.
2: Would she?
0: He watches the Fae figure
1: slowly, from the feet
0: up to about the waist, catch on flame and it is roaring fire that doesn't keep going upwards, but it is just burning around it. And this figure of, of Rid doesn't point to you, Zue, but rather turn their head away from you, but stretch out a hand to you. Can I grab
1: it? Is it a form that they can touch, Five? In combat, it does definitely do damage. Uh, so there is a, f- a physicality to it. So I'll say that, yes, you can, in fact, touch this, this fay figure.
2: Does this version of Red react? Do you touch hands? Yes.
0: The figure turns to you. As you hold its hand, the figure holds it tight and then turns its body now to look at you and puts out its other hand to hold your other hand.
2: I respond and put my hand in its other hand.
0: It holds them tight and then lets them go. And slowly takes their finger, as it is this representation of rid, points to your forehead, their finger slightly tapping your forehead. And then you hear from the distance. At the end of the day, Ilienas poses to be an incredible advantage for us. Let them keep this freak by their side and we'll see what comes of it. I trust in Ilenas so I trust in them too. The figure of Ryd now looks ahead as all around you now the fires are sort of like in a circle around you and there where Rid once stood another glowing flame taller and brighter than the rest of them, more ferocious, almost like it has a life of its own. These spirals of flame come out and wrap themselves around you, Zue, and five, you feel like you're almost like pushed out of this inner circle that is created. You feel that connection to that arcane bit of essence leave you, but the fire now roars. Zue, as you're looking at it, in rings encompassing around you, pushing five away and pushing the other flames away, pushing Hades to whatever it is that he is focusing on. This flame now, from the distance, the very center of it, walking almost in your direction. A figure that begins to get bigger and bigger until it takes the size of a humanoid. But you can't make out at all who this individual is but the flames around you almost sweeping you up where you feel your hair and everything. Either your your skin is about to burn or you yourself can't look away from the sheer intensity of the light. It's all in front of you.
1: Five, what do you do? And then we'll go to Zue. Five sort of recoils realizing that in this moment the gesture that he tried to make, the sort of the comforting, healing magic he was trying to offer has been in this moment, whether it's corrupted by the space in which they are in or the fact that he doesn't fully control magic in this area. Looks at Zue and he says, Zue, I, I'm sorry, this is this is out of my control, I, I didn't mean to. And he sort of looks around at the circle of of these different flames around them and then he tries to pinpoint where Hades is in this moment. Still just minding
0: his own business, Hades is not even looking at what's happening, and the flame in front of you grows bigger and bigger as the figure sort of stands within it perfectly still.
2: Zue hears none of what Five has said and is hyper-focused and almost entirely fixated on figuring out who this is. and tries to get closer, regardless of what the repercussions are.
0: You get closer. You've been walking this entire time, not sort of realizing that you are holding your items and your things on you. And as you walk, you feel your little ink vial open, uncork itself, like a geyser of black ink begins to pour all over the ground in front of you and the floor and in the, in the, the forest and it just begins to consume it all. It all sort of explodes in this like waterfall, almost like a massive wave of ink as it goes higher and higher around the flame and around you, five, you can no longer see Zue. She is now completely engulfed in this black ink and the flame from inside now feels like a sauna to you, Zue. It feels hot and muggy and almost like it's just consuming you.
2: Zoe starts trying to cast, like, dancing lights to try and find anyone if it's all black in there.
0: You cast dancing lights. You watch as the globules emerge. And for a brief second, you get light. And the ink, like a hand, grabs the globules and brings them into the darkness. All you have is the pure light in front of you from the flame and the individual standing within it.
2: Who? Who are
0: you? The figure doesn't move. Lifeless.
2: I move closer.
0: I need you to make a constitution saving throw.
2: I rolled on that one.
0: As you step closer, you feel yourself trip like on on nothing. Maybe, maybe the ink itself behaving, trying to trip you up. You're not 100% sure what it is. But as you do, the figure within grows a little bit bigger. Five, you push your hand into the ink And from inside, Zue, as you you look up and you see Five's hand almost, like, push inward, and you recognize it as a bit of light emerges through and shines within this place. And Five, you just feel your hand then be pushed back. You take three points of bludgeoning damage as your hand is just ricocheted back, now covered in black ink, the flame still roaring in front of you, Zue. As the individual now begins to walk, carrying the flame with it, almost taunting you, and you watch as the shape from within morph into one, and a black snake from within the flame emerges, and it's just a massive gargantuan snake that is just engulfed in flame. What are you doing, Five, as your hand is coiled back?
1: Five is going to, in a fit of desperation, he's going to attack the ink, trying to claw his way into it to try to get to Zue. Go ahead and make an attack. Oh, I would like to use the sickle if that's possible. Yeah, go for it. 17 to hit.
0: You watch as with the sickle. As you cut, the ink itself, like paper, begins to cinch and burn away. And inside, you see, I'll say, I'll ask you this, Zue, are you on the floor still?
2: Zue, having seen this thing grow, seeing Five's attempt to break in initially feels really hopeless in this moment, and having fallen, Zue kind of just stays there, watching the snake.
0: 5, you rip through, and you see Zue, and now you see this flame snake. That Zue at once was sort of, like, gazed directly on you, but in this moment, as the opening sort of, from for the outside world of whatever this is, appears itself, the snake turns in the direction of 5. And five, you look at this gargantuan-looking snake looking back at you engulfed in flame, and it begins to make its way in your
2: direction. I get up and try and get in between the snake and five.
0: You get in between the snake and five, and you watch as the ink itself hold on to your feet. And as it does, the ink around you begins to leave the space And now begins to circle around five following the snake that is just now making their way to five. Five, you're essentially looking at what could be described as a almost 20 foot tall, gargantuan snake engulfed in flame, making its way towards you. That now begins to sort of pick itself up in a very menacing stance. And Zue, as you see the snake making your way, not being able to move behind the snake, touching its back, that same humanoid figure walking alongside it.
2: Do I know who they are?
0: It is still just this humanoid shape, a little bit taller than you, but you cannot make out who it is. And Five, the snake, now looking at you, sort of
1: waiting on you, but menacingly sizing you up as well. Five does not like that. Five is going to, with the sickle, just not striking the snake with the sickle, but with the sickle, just slicing through the air, and he's going to cast Blight. At 4th level. Is it a save on my end? Yes, it is a con save. It's a 14. It needed a 15. That is 88 necrotic damage on a failed save.
2: Oh, jeez.
0: Zue, you're now watching as the snake is sort of like beginning to get in a fighting stance with 5. And just as the ink is blocking out the space where you can no longer see him, as you couldn't see 5 before, 5 strikes at the snake.
1: 40 points of necrotic damage.
0: Zue, you take that damage.
1: What? How many? In the actual fuck.
0: You watch five is when you hit the snake with your sickle and you sort of like, not in a cocky way, but in a positive form, you feel elated at the fact that you struck. Just as the ink is about to close and differentiate the space between you and Zue, You watch Zue just, (laughs) you drop Zue and you just feel a gash of blood begin to pour from your chest. The ink closes so now you are trapped with just you and the snake.
2: Is the figure with the snake now or are they out here with me?
0: No, they're in there with the snake.
2: Can I see Hades in a moment of fear?
0: You look back and Hades is still just looking down at whatever he's focusing on off in the distance.
2: How fast could I make it to Hades if I wanted to ask for help?
0: He is just a good 30 or so feet away from you?
2: I run briskly towards Hades. If I can, I grab him to pull him close to me.
0: You roll up fast to
2: Hades' side. I grab his robes if I can and pull him close to me.
0: You grab his robes and you pull him close and he just almost like out of nature and instinct just slaps your hand away. But when you look at him... He is crying. Let go of me! He looks at Yuzue, and from behind now, what you can sort of see is this mountain of black ink that every now and then shifts and reveals from within the hissing of the snake that is zeroing in on Five.
2: Hades, I don't understand what sick game you're playing. If this is my story, why the fuck is Five in there?
0: You watch as Hades now looks at the ink this is not of my doing, Zue. This is the intent that you posed on this world!
2: I did nothing. All I did was observe. You chose deliberately
0: to forget. That's what you did!
2: Zue grabs their book. If I chose to forget, I wouldn't keep this.
0: You watch as when you open your book, the pages are blank infinite. You just keep scrolling, passing through them, feverishly, one after the other after the other. You know the one that you bent the corner on, you know the one that is slightly bent out of the way for you to remember, but all the pages are blank. And Hades points to the book and he says, you and I did
1: the same, Zue. Both guilty of our own
0: intent. Five. Does a 16 hit? Does. Does. Ten points of fire damage, as the snake lunges towards you but then stops and its tail whips you on your side. Hits you and you feel a burning sensation on the side of your chest. You watch as Hades looks to you and he looks back at the inkwell. It's all for nothing, Zoe. All of it is. And it's best for you to move on, than to linger on all of this.
2: There's nothing for me to move on to. This is all I have.
0: From the distance, you hear, Hades? A voice, like a childlike voice, coming from behind Hades. And Hades turns back to Yuzue, and almost like a parent wanting to calm a situation before their child, Hades stops. I'll be right there. Five, what are you doing? Is the snake visibly
1: taking damage? No.
0: But the individual that is Holding its back, that is the humanoid form by its side, is clutching onto their chest. The flames of not only the individuals, but of whatever is within it, every now and then spews out flame and begins to burn the forest. So the forest itself is catching on fire.
1: Five is going to summon an elemental. He is going to summon a water elemental to do battle with the fire and trying to put the fire out almost the size of five, sort of amorphous in that it doesn't hold its shape very well, it immediately flubbers directly into the snake. The elemental is going to make a number of attacks equal to half this spell's level rounded down. So I'm casting this at fourth level. This is my last fourth level spell. It makes two attacks. So the first one was 14, plus four is 18, and then a dirty 20.
0: Yes, they both hit.
1: It's 1d10 plus 4 damage for each attack. That's 7 for the first attack. 12 points of bludgeoning damage on top of the 7. 19 points to you, Zue.
0: Zue falls. 5, you have this elemental hit the fire snake. There is a recognition of pain as the snake coils and turns slightly as you're hitting it. And Zue, in that moment, you're talking to Hades. As Hades is trying to calm down this voice, this childlike voice behind him, he looks to you and he says, What is it all for? If at the end, these hopes and these dreams amount to nothing, and your vision fades to black, you feel the coldness take you. In this brief mental space, You feel breath again as Hades is clutching onto your chest bringing you closer and you watch as his hand is coiling back bringing out all of the darkness from within granting you another step of life you're at full hit points Stay with me and focus on what you've done what I've done 5 the fire snake now It's a 19 to hit but it is actually going to constrict you 12 points of bludgeoning damage and you are grappled, and you are uh, considered restraint. As the tail wraps around you and clutches you tight, and the snake now looms over you, Zue, when you come to, the ink parts so you can see this image of the snake constricting five.
2: I don't know what you want me to do to fix it, Hades. Just tell me. I, I'll stop it. You made a bargain with me. And he points
0: at your head. Plagued with everything you've chosen to hide. Succumbed to all of the darkness you've ever felt. And the hopes and the lives and the meaning you have inflicted upon the world. Will fade unless you choose. Or else he'll die. And I cannot help you. Hades turns away now. As you watch as the snake now constricting 5-5, five, five, you feel the metal within you slightly bend as this giant snake begins to constrict you. One point of fire damage.
2: I run towards 5.
0: As you run towards 5, Zor and Hazel stand in front of you. And they stop. They sort of like place their hand to stop you.
2: Let me through. I, I know I... F- I didn't do it enough for you, but I can do something this time, please.
0: They both look at each other, and they turn to you, and they just, by saying no, they just turn their head right and left, and they point to you. And then again, from the distance, you hear, Well, not so much a member of the Arcanum, but more of a, a hired hand, if you will. Yes, Elinas, treat him like that. You watch as you hear Ilynaz's voice now for the first time. Well, I, I, I don't know if that is essentially what I agreed to bring on Zo Zu, zue to-to-to do. I, I, I never envisioned it like this. What did you envision? That we would just bring them aboard? Make them an honorary member of the Arcanum? To set ablaze everything that this world holds dear? Five, what are you doing?
1: Can Five hear the voices? No.
0: It is almost like everything in here is a mixture of muffled sounds, but the roaring sound of the flame is just too much.
1: Five in this moment is going to wild shape into a massive boa constrictor with glowing blue eyes and is going to trying to get out of this grapple.
0: I'll say that even in as your size begins to grow and the metal forms to give you this shape, You easily begin to push and pull away from the constricting tail of the snake, and you pull free from it as the pressure begins to be too much.
1: Okay, I'm out of the grapple. I am going to move out of its reach and try to coil around Zue, protecting with my head just above Zue's head.
0: You are still within the ink blob. There is an opening where you can see Zue, but you'd have to pass
1: through that. I'm gonna try and punch my way through.
0: Go ahead and give me Dexterity saving throw with the stats of
1: the snake. Natural 20.
0: So you rush out, you push through the ink, and you watch as the ink now splatters all around, missing Zue entirely, but just spreading around her. And you come around and you now sort of, you, you mentioned again that you were going to coil around them.
1: My coils are wrapped around almost waist height on Zue, and the rest of my neck is sort of up and around above their head.
0: You hold that position as the ink bubble loses form and now becomes a sea of black around it, and the snake now slithers slowly out of it, still in flame with the individual walking next to it, getting closer and closer. And then from the distance, you hear Zue Ilynaz, I'm sorry. And then you hear Hades. I'm sorry! I never meant for any of this! Five and Zue, now that the form of Five is a snake wraps around you, what are you two doing? As the other, the fire snake begins to still, slowly and methodically slithering its way towards you.
2: Can I try and see if this figure is me?
0: You look... And almost now where five's body is wrapped around you and the head comes up above you. The figure walks and stands. And the snake coils around it and its neck perches up almost like a mirror of how you're standing. And as you say that the figure begins to take shape into that of a bald individual. With these pointy ears, resembling very much you.
2: I look up at Five. I gently put a hand on some part of his snake back. I think I know what to do. If you don't mind standing by, I'm gonna climb out. And Zue tries to get out of the coil and walk towards the figure resembling me.
0: You walk closer and closer, and the individual now steps away from their snake. But you, Zue, feel very weak. You were just snapped back to life. In this moment, it feels like borrowed time. You feel your heart pounding and pounding and pounding, but every now and then, when you look into the direction of this individual, your heart stops beating. And when it does... The individual takes a couple more steps forward, and then your heart beats, and you keep walking, and then it stops, and then they keep walking. And so, until you both are face to face, still very much engulfed in flame.
2: I put my hand out towards it, offering it with my palm open.
0: Five, you notice as other individuals make their way closer to Zue. Also engulfed in flame. And this individual within that resembles you stretch out their hand. In your direction.
2: I grab their hand. You attempt to.
0: There's a, a push unnatural that doesn't let you. And it's you trying and you can see on their end. They're trying as well. What are you thinking about in this moment, Zue?
2: There are so many thoughts racing through Zue's head. Having the realization that this individual who has been hurting five is also Zue. And remembering that moment when Zue stepped in front of the snake that almost felt so familiar that this is something that happens every time someone gets close to Zue. They push them away. They think about... How they aren't as numb to things as they thought they were. That they're not as neutral as they keep telling themselves. Because they feel this guilt. They feel this deep, immense sadness seeing Zor and Hazel and Ness again. They noticed that they hadn't seen Cassius and that that was a different sadness. In the way that Zue has felt sad about the Ridd situation. And that maybe all of these feelings don't mean that Zue is alone like they've always thought. They've always been around people. And it's always been their own fault that people don't stay. This thing in front of them is that manifestation of all of those feelings of loneliness. Zui just really wants to combat that right now by holding this being
0: your hand pushes through the flame and you feel it pull you but five in that minute when you look up the snake (laughs) high and tall and it comes up and it just slams into Zue and this figure engulfing everything in flame every individual creating almost like an explosion (laughs) that stretches out wide and zui you find yourself In the center of it, flames all over, and from it, you emerge. What would you say to yourself in this moment?
2: Maybe Hades is right. Our intent, our choice to not do anything has its impacts.
0: As she looks to you in that same familiar gaze, you see You. And the flames cannot touch either of you. And you both stare at each other. And she goes to open her mouth. But then it hits you as it is a conversation that you're having with yourself. But then you sort of struggle to find the words. It's almost like in a dream when you're trying to scream, but you can't. You feel it there at the tip of your tongue. You don't necessarily know what the word is, but then it hits you. You need to learn to forgive yourself. This version of Zoe that you see before you sheds one tear and the flames begin to lessen. Five from outside, now burning for miles, this forest. Clouds begin to emerge and rain begins to come down slowly. Zue, you and this other version of you are still within the flame. Now, five, in your snake form, you still hear from the distance Hades. If I could, if I had the time, if I had the knowledge, I would save you from this. And then you hear a voice. Zue, I need you to find some... Some individuals, if you could. Looking to do something about the same as we've done last time. Uh, But perhaps this time it could be a little bit different. Perhaps less casualties. Maybe something along the lines of... Investigative work. A retrieval. Let them know that you are to be trusted. Do what you do. But remember that at the end of the day... We're trying to... Hopefully make this a little... A little easier. Uh, Both on you and on me, as well. The voice of Ilyanas. Zue, you're still staring at this version of you that now sort of looks to you, and still, with mouth slightly open, points at your book.
2: I put one hand up to the mirror version of myself, and I wipe the tear off of their face. I take a deep breath and shakily grab the book from its holster I open it to the very beginning of this adventure to the day I first got this mission from Ilianos I look at the mirror version of myself and I start tearing pages out from before this adventure and I just start ripping them and throwing them out it towards the flames.
0: You begin to be engulfed in the flame. The names, the people, the moments, the locations, the details, they flow into your mind. Not restricted by the pages, they are allowed now to be free. And they come to you almost like as you see them, you acknowledge what they are. You see their value. But you're no longer hold yourself to
2: it. I do my best to give a sad smile towards me. It's not going to be easy, but it's all going to be behind us. We can do better by taking everything they've taught us. The
0: version of you now speaks. Timid and almost afraid. Do you think we can?
2: I look back at Five briefly before looking back at me. I don't know if we can, but I want to believe that we can.
0: You hear the voice of Hades in your head. What is the power of intent? The power of an idea. A dream. And then in the voice of Ilyanas... If I showed you the world burning tomorrow, Zue, what would you do? And you recall this conversation long time ago, when you first met up with Ilyanas. And you remember that on that day, when he asked you this question... There was a genuine desperation within him. And that voice, that same tone comes to you. And you remember him almost in tears. What would you do if I saw it all in flames and I showed that to you? What would you do? What did Zue say on that day?
2: I would try to stop it. We help people, and that means we have people.
0: I'd like to believe that, Zoe, but, um, if I, if I may, what would you do if it was you that started the flames? What if I showed you that you are the one responsible? What, what would you do then?
2: I think I'd have to take responsibility. That's what we can do, because that's how we grow, right? If you can admit to it, then you can ask for help.
0: You watch as, like a memory now, Ileana's sitting across from you, gives a faint smile, and then gets up, like he did all those times, and goes back to his persona. I'd very much like to believe that, Zoe that's a good attitude to have thank you and just as he walks away this is that part where within all of your time on this world memories have come and gone and you never really necessarily remembered how this part continued on but you remember that in this moment Ilina's when he gets up and he walks away he <coughs> clutches his chest by his heart and you remember now reaching out and he just, <laughs> I'll be all right. Come on, off to bed. The flames now in front of you as you begin to feel the rain spatter onto your head. And the zoe before you, like a log extinguished by fire, begins to slowly smoke. From her shoulder, from their legs, from their torso, their head, smoke. As the rain begins to become heavier and heavier now. And she holds on to the book and she closes it for you and places your hand on top of it and then flips it to the side where the Eye of the Arcanum is that is now shut. And she holds your hand over it. She nods as Downpour continues.
2: Holding the book, push it closer towards other way. I don't think I need this anymore.
0: You watch as other Zue, she holds on to it and you and doesn't necessarily know how to react. You see her shoulder is now beginning to sort of fade in the smoke. Part of their head as well. Just fading away. Are you letting go of this book? I am. Then as you let go, fully, And the rain comes down, now smoldering the flames, you watch as the eye on the book open, like a beaming light projected outwards towards the sky. The rain now hit it, and it begins to crackle like lightning. This other Zue, as she's holding onto the book, begins to shake with it, and the rain comes down heavier and heavier, and the light begins to flicker away. But as other Zue looks to you, it takes its hand And just as its fist is about to fade from the smoke, it presses it against the book, and the eye explodes. All of it, Zue, the book, fade away. Now the rain coming down hard on both of you, and now the people that are now extinguished, they now begin to take some form they look to you, Zue. You see Hazel, Ness, Zor, Cassius, a gnome individual that you met one time, a tiefling girl, a brute barbarian, all kinds of individuals that you come across your life. They look to you now. And Hazel says, It's all right. We knew we could trust you. One by one, they vanish from the smoke and the space clearing itself of all of these memories that we cling on to, these past lives we choose to forget, but always burning somewhere within, you find peace. And the only thing that stops you from being truly serene in this moment is the sobbing of Hades.
2: (laughs) I walk towards Hades. I give Five a look as if to say I'm going this way as I head towards him.
1: Five coils and uncoils his serpent's body, slithers... Through the rainy forest behind Zue.
0: Hades is on the floor in that deep, sorrowful, coming from somewhere within cry. You see there, in a small little clearing, maybe about ten feet wide, that same red tiefling boy, sitting by himself on a little rock, just kind of admiring the space around him. The rain is not coming inside of here. There is no smoke. It is this perfect little untouched moment
2: that you're witnessing. I sit down on my knees beside him. I hesitate for a second with my hand reaching out, hovering slightly over his shoulder. Before I decide to put my hand on his back.
0: And he stops and he looks at you. Can you see him? I do. He looks at the boy. I had a time in my life where I thought I could be more. Than the the nightmare that comes and sweeps you away from the mortal realm. To forever sail on cold shores. I thought once I could. I could be more. He. He was that test for me. He is my. most noble. and most. (laughs) He doesn't bring himself to finish the sentence.
2: Can I hold Hades? Does he allow me to?
0: This is a very broken god expressing this moment of absolute sadness. You're able to, for the first time in this weird way and fashion, embrace him.
2: I don't entirely know what you mean by that, but I'm here to listen if you want.
0: He looks at you, and as you're kind of holding him, you watch his hand stretch out and caress the side of your face. There is a new warm touch to the hand. I am already cursed. So what do you make of this? I do not care. You feel a vision project before you. This boy just running through the place where you guys landed on. The city, the tower, it's all there. Irim is presented before you, and you see this boy running away from other kids that are teasing him. They're throwing things at him, just being mean and cruel, and they point and laugh at him in such a way where they're mocking his skin color. They're mocking the horns atop his head, these beautiful burgundy horns that at the time, very, very small and just a kid, and he runs into the forest, sobbing and crying. And there you see Hades. And he looks at the boy. Why do you cry? And the boy looks all over but doesn't seem like can actually see Hades. But you can in this vision. I I wish I could be different, but I can't. I I have no friends. I have nothing. Who says this? And the boy wiping his tears. <laughs> the other boys back at home Have you tried killing them? That's not okay. It's not. So what do you want? If your intent is not to kill them, I can take them for you. I wish I was... I wish I was different. I wish I didn't look like this. I wish my life was something else. You want to be someone else? Yeah. And for the first time, you see as now the boy can actually, like, register that there is something there. Hades presses through what looks like a veil. What's your name, boy? <laughs> Sorene Well then, Sorene, I grant you this. Let me not see another sad face. And he touches him. And as he does, you watch as the red Tiefling begin to change. Very much like Zue. At first it feels like it's taking shape and the boy kind of looks and Hades says, think of anyone, anyone at all. You'll never have to be afraid of who you are because you can
1: be everyone.
0: Fades away as the boy kind of sits there and looks around and then changes into another tiefling. Like the other boy. The brown one. With the horns. <laughs> and just kind of joyfully looks around. And then changes into that of the female tiefling. And then changes into that of the other one. And it's just joy. And then Hades says. It didn't last for long. You now see another vision. This boy now crying. At the foot. Of the Havenite doesn't change now they think i'm a freak they think i'm something else i can't be anything because everything is is not normal it's not natural and he's just crying empty hall and you see the tree now splinter as from the bark itself a figure emerges that of on projected out from the tree why do you cry my boy Where did you come from? No, no, no. We will not have this. Okay. You got something about you. What is it? What is it? Uh, uh, Nothing. Nothing. And Varian goes, "No, no, 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 no. There is something about you that is very special. Have you ever touched the Tree of Life? The wonderful and known throughout the... Ages and centuries, the Haven Eye. Yggdrasil. No. Then give me your hand. Soren, gives his hand to Varyon. And Varyon holds his hand. What I'm about to show you is quite an experience. And you watch as similar to you five, when you were allowed into the tree, the tree sort of creates an opening and Varyon takes the child's hand, and Sorinate goes to push his hand inside. Just as the tree close around the hand, same as it did with you, Varyon smiles, looking back at the tree, as all of a sudden, from that opening, like black veins begin to take the entire tree, and Sorinate just <sighs> And Varyon goes, no, no, let's go. And they're trying now to pull the kid's hand away from the tree as the black ichor continues. You watch as Varyon looks back at Soriné and he goes, What is this? What are you? And you watch as Soriné, he goes, I don't know! As all of a sudden his hand pushed away. Varyon pushed outward towards the wall, slams into it. And as he comes to, Varyon looks and you see now that same hazy look to their eye. And he goes, Soriné! And he begins to shout, as you can see now that Varyon is blind. And Soren gets up and runs, now in the direction that some of you have been to, which is up the stairs into a set of doors that open. Father, mother, I'm sorry. (laughs) Runs inside. The vision ends. And Hades looks to you and he goes, Enough of this. This is more than I care to share. I tainted the boy. I sealed his fate. He looks back at you, five. He looks at you, Zue. And he gets up. And he just points with his hand stretched out towards a cluster of trees. All sort of compacted together. Go.
2: Go now! Hades, I thank you for sharing what you did. As Hades
0: stands up and gathers himself, at this point always showing his face, he now takes the hood, places it over his head, completely shrouding his face entirely in eternal darkness. From his hand, he produces the same trident, and he hits the floor with it. Your head, Zue, begins to, like, pulse and kind of hurt like a headache, and he turns around and begins to glide away without saying anything else to you.
1: Five, desperately trying to make sense of all of the things, transforms back out of his snake form. He yells in Hades' direction. Hades! Do I find a home? Are my people doomed? I don't know, Five. Are they? And then keeps walking.
2: And I... Send Hades a telepathic message. We never made a deal. It doesn't really seem like... You're in the mood to right now, but... I am... A person of my word. So... Even if there wasn't one struck today... I promise that I will do better with the time you've given us... For both of us.
0: As Hades in the distance... Here's hears this. You bargained and begged for time. For all of it to stop. You may not have said it, but in the moment, that's all you had. Hope for more time. Now, you see, it's tricky, right? The thing about death is that we associate it with the end of time. When in reality, death allows the clock to keep spinning in many ways. And this boy, should you find him, he is long gone. He lives here with me now in my memories. So good bargain, Zue. Good bargain. Maybe next time, if there is a next time, I'll show you something else. Hades vanishes. The rain still coming down hard on both of you. And the same sort of cluster of trees behind you.
2: Zui looks off to the trees and then looks at Five. If he lets me, I go in and I just hug him.
1: Five does nothing to stop the hug. He sort of is taken aback by this gesture and he then takes his left hand and gently places it on the upper part of her back just below where the tattoo would be. And then with his other hand he just puts it on the top of her bald head.
2: Thank you, Five.
1: Only way out is up. We got this.
2: Yeah. I... I think we do.
1: I don't know what happens if we go through into those trees, but... And you just sighs. I'm willing to see where this journey takes us. If that's what you want.
2: I think I'd like that. I think... If... We're together... Things will be okay.
0: So do you both make your way towards the cluster of trees?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, as Zue pulls out of the hug, but offers their hand for Five.
1: In a oddly perfect parallel to what happened in Five's memories, where Five was holding Zue's hand... This is a mirror of that, except Tsuzue is the one who is leading in this moment. You guys now begin to walk in that direction.
0: And as you look at it, it seems very familiar. This actually looks like the cluster of trees around the clearing where you found Seven. And as you sort of begin to push your way through the trees, That natural sort of formation of the land that takes a bit of a dip that was at one point filled up with enormous amounts of water. There at the center, amongst the other sort of jagged rock formation where seven was scattered in pieces, you see four bodies. I need the both of you to roll a d20 for me.
2: 18.
0: Two. Zoe, you look. And in that minute, (gasps) you wake up in the clearing. With Five at your side, still out. Rid and Rowan. You're all drenched in water. You have one hit point. But you're back in Arborea. And for today, that's a wrap. What?
2: Goddamn.
0: Thank you all so much for listening. Catch us in two weeks where this group of heroes hopefully gets a second chance. And remember, the Arcanum is always watching.